Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's Self Love Podcast. I'm really uh, wanting to wish you a very, very happy Easter. And as we come into Easter with the world the way it is and lockdowns and various things happening that definitely go beyond our control, I just thought one of the most powerful topics we could think about over Easter is all of our relationships, but in particular, the relationship with self. I love this quote by the Dalai Lama. I have found that the greatest degree of inner tranquility comes from the development of love and compassion. The more we care for the happiness of others, the greater is our own sense of well-being. Cultivating a close, warm-hearted feeling for others automatically puts the mind at ease. It is the ultimate source of success in life. There's something pretty powerful about thinking about our relationships and particularly with others. But as we think of others, remember that that real essence, the core of the happiness of any relationship that we have is the relationship with self. But we know that relationships can be the most amazing and satisfying things in life. (laughs) But we also know that they're a mystery There are some people that you instantly click with and people with whom you feel as though you have been best friends for life. And then there are others with whom you share an incredible attraction, a magnetism that's almost inexplainable. Yet we also know that there are some who can rub you up the wrong way, sometimes before they even speak. Now, some believe this has to do with our internal wiring. We're destined to meet certain people in a program to find the inverted commas right ones for us. Others feel it has a lot to do with our personality types or our astrological stars. But whatever the reasons, relationships with all sorts of different people can be the most rewarding and let's face it, the most heartbreaking aspects of life. Your relationships with others, your partner, children, family, work colleagues and friends, are all an extension of the relationship with yourself. These relationships are a fulfilling and rewarding part of your life, but let's face it, they do not just happen. Good, healthy relationships require time and energy from both sides. Learning to accept other people's differences and taking responsibility for your own actions and feelings is absolutely essential. When I think about life through different eyes and have an acceptance of another person's viewpoint and a willingness to communicate positive and negative feelings, we all know that our relationships can flourish. But if you can't see the bright side, how about you polish the dull side of self? One of the most important relationships that you'll encounter is the one that you have with yourself. Learning to be your own best friend is the key to happiness. And it starts with learning to take responsibility, accountability, and ownership for your own life. How you respond to all circumstances, how you react to things that come your way, how much you respect and love yourself, and how much time you take to nurture the special relationship is key. But I'm sure you know it. There are many people who find it easier to blame something or someone else if things in their life aren't going well. 
Well, it's important to cultivate a positive attitude, resist being a victim of circumstance, and realize that even though things can be difficult, we all have choices. When you understand that you have a choice every day in how you react to life circumstances, you realize you actually have the power. You hold the key to your own happiness, growth, and learning. I have come to know that being my own best friend means being truthful with myself. It means acknowledging all that I am, my feelings, my intelligence, my intuition, my whole self. It's about being gentle and caring for myself. Now, this is not being self-centered. This is truly loving yourself. I've heard many times that you can't truly learn to care for yourself unless you conditionally and unconditionally care for you wholeheartedly. How can you possibly love someone else if you do not love you? Even the Bible says it, love thy neighbor as thyself. It does not say instead of myself or instead of or better than yourself because true love comes from the love you draw from within yourself. Anything else is adoration or longing. I do recall and understand, and I'm sure we all remember that we have an inner critic that can bring us down if we let it. Rather than agreeing with it or fighting with it, be gentle and encourage yourself to overcome whatever it says. We have the power to control whether we agree or disagree with it. Remind yourself that it is okay to feel vulnerable at times, even if you feel like a, a young child who's unsure or even scared. This is quite normal. We know that becoming an adult isn't a door you necessarily automatically pass through. It's a journey, one of continually learning and growing, and it never stops. I know that whatever you've been brought up with, however you've experienced life, whatever you've grown to believe or perceive as what's correct or not correct, is all about each of our own perspectives. Between the ages of naught and seven is when the imprinting can occur. It's when we're so open, so willing, so much like a sponge that we take in all matters of information. But then it's from the age of seven we start to create our own sense of self. And this is the time when we often start to feel that maybe things aren't as they should be. Maybe you've heard your parents arguing and all of a sudden you've come out to see what's going on and one of your parents, maybe your dad's told you to get away. And in that moment, maybe around the age seven or eight, you've chosen now to believe that when a male, particularly someone like your dad, gets angry, then that could mean that you're not good enough or that it's your fault. And it's this understanding, this awareness of self that the beliefs, the perceptions we have of ourselves, actually occurred out of experiences as a young child, which we then grew to believe to be true. Now, what's fascinating about the journey into adulthood is that as we learn to discover that nothing is true, everything is up for debate, everything is a possibility to have a belief upturned or turned around, that is true freedom. Because what you believed or perceived growing up may have been just that, a literal perception of what you thought to be a truth. So over Easter, I'd love for you to contemplate, think about yourself, understand that the relationship you have with you is always up 
for a new beginning. It's always an opportunity for a rebirthing, which is apt given the time of year that I'm launching this particular podcast. We all have the ability to believe in ourselves and we all have the ability to not believe in ourselves. We all have a choice day in, day out as to how we're going to choose to live our life. And my question to you is this, do you choose to see yourself in a new way every day? Do you choose to accept your constraints, your weaknesses and the times that you've stuffed up? Are you willing to forgive yourself for the things that haven't gone so well in your life? Or maybe the things you've said that weren't so great, or maybe the things that were said to you that weren't so great. You see, when we have a beautiful new perception on what could be, we have a belief not only in ourselves, but every other person that we come in contact with. So take a moment over this Easter to no matter what anyone says or does this weekend, that you choose to see the good, that you understand that when someone says something that's not so nice or not so great or that it triggers you, that maybe, just maybe, that person is going through something themselves and it's not about you at all. Wouldn't the world be a better place if we all chose to see things from our own eyes with love, if we all chose to see that the things that trigger us is just an ability to go on a self-inquiry journey as to why that's triggered us and not blame or be in denial or make excuses for other people, but take full accountability, responsibility and ownership for every single thing that happens to you and with you and for you doesn't mean to say that other people you can control them or that what they do it's their fault or that you can't help it if those things happen it may be the case but we certainly have a choice in the moment of how we respond to it how we can act with it and finally just remember this life isn't happening to us it's happening for us it's happening through us and it's happening as us So how do you choose to see life? How will you choose to show up? And how are you going to use the examples that occur in life that trigger you or upset you to grow beyond this and see things with love, compassion, empathy, and kindness? I'm not suggesting that you have to be a doormat, but I am suggesting that you have the choice every day in how you show up in the relationship for you. Happy Easter, everybody. Take care, and I look forward to seeing your feedback. All the best for this beautiful break, no matter where we're at in the world at this particular time, whether you're in lockdown or not. However you are in this particular moment in time, it still comes back to how you believe and perceive the world through your eyes. And just remember this, the only truth I can give you in this moment is that the sun will come up tomorrow. You may not see it through clouds or snow or rain, but I can promise you the sun will come up tomorrow. Everything else is up for debate. Isn't that an interesting thought? Take care. Be kind. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care.
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.